What are we going to do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel of Jesus. He said, go into the world. We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God. Christ is coming back soon. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People stop and think about it. If hell really exists, and it does, I didn't say that Jesus did. Then don't you think people need to know about it? Can't you at least give them a fighting chance? Or are you just going to sit there and let them burn? Good night, everyone. How's everybody doing? Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. seems like we're having a little bit of uh, difficulty, and we're trying to get it rectified. Um, This evening, I don't know if anyone can hear me, but this evening we're going to be talking about uh, various topics that are affecting us as Christians. One of the, uh, the main things we're going to be talking about tonight is the strange things that are happening in the world today. You know, the, 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 the very strange things that we see that's happening today. We also have our chat room open. Um, please feel free to ask questions if you uh, would like to in our chat room, which is just come on to Blog Talk uh, Radio and you'll be able to log in. We have a lot of things going on tonight, a lot of different things that are happening um, please feel free to um, come in and uh, ask questions. Before we do so, or before I, I even, um, before I even uh, get started, I'm going to just play a little clip. Then we're going to go into. Uh, going to tonight's uh, topic, okay? Bear with me a second, and then we're going to get started. Um, Before we get started, you know what? Let's do this first. Why don't we have a word of prayer? Dear Lord God, I just want to thank you and praise you for who you are. I want to thank you and praise you for your word. That is truth. That is light. That is sharper than any two-edged sword. That is great. Great to saving of souls. Great to the pulling down of strongholds. Great to changing life, changing destiny, changing a lot of different things that are going on out in our world. And, Lord God, we thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us, to saving um, our souls, saving our souls that we can share the love of Jesus Christ to a dying world out there. So we thank you. We praise you for this. We ask you to bless this show in Jesus' name. Amen. Here we go. Is, um, I'm going to play, be playing some New Order um, quotes, New World Order quotes. So listen in. Let me start by once again commenting on the horrific terrorist attack that took place yesterday in Istanbul's main international airport, which is one of the busiest airports in the world. Uh, The prayers of the American people are with the people of Turkey, the people of Istanbul, uh, and all those who were affected by this terrible crime. First of all, 
The integration of national economies into a global economy. That's here. That's done. And so the question is not whether or not there's going to be a international global economy. There is one. How much does America want to invest around the world? Uh, we, we're seeing a new world order now being built, a post-World War II world order. And I don't think America can retreat from that. I think we have to balance and adapt and adjust uh, to the realities and the currents of this new world order. But and we're building an inclusive society uh, in which everybody's got a fair shot. That's how we're going to solve these problems. So we're going to keep on pushing hard to shape a, uh, an international order that works for our people. We're going to keep on pushing hard to shape a, uh, an international order that works for our people. There you have it. Some of the things that have been going on, some of the things that we're going to be talking about tonight. You know, my dear brother, um, Chris is trying to get connected. He's having a, quite a bit of problems. Um, we played that clip just to remind everyone that um, this is real. This is not, this is not a hoax. This is not um, something that we're just thinking up in our mind. This is what is being said out in the world. Um, I'm going to go into a passage of scripture tonight. A couple of passages of scripture. Hey, Chris. Hello. Hello, yeah. how are you? I'm going to go into a couple Hi. passages of scripture. Let me tell you, um, I know you're, you're trying to get in, and but for some reason, nothing um, seemed to be working. And I've, um, I found out that I was just going on and off. But anyway, <clears throat> I'm going to go and read Psalms 2. I'm going to read the first few verses. I'm going to turn back to the book of Daniel. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of the beasts in the book of Daniel, what it signifies, what's going on there. Then we're going to switch it over, and we're going to talk about some of the things that are going on in the world. And we're going to see that how the Bible correlates to what's going on in the world today. All right? So um, let's get started. And we have talked about this on the show, but I'm going to read it again. Why do the heathen rage? The heathens, they're raging, and the people imagine a vain thing. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us cast their bands asunder. Let us cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall laugh at their derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his score displeasure. Okay? And I'm just going from, from 1 to verses 5. That's it. I'm stopping there. So I just played the clip that we had played a while back. It's talking about the New World Order. And it was clips that we gathered a montage of clips that we gathered earlier on this year, not very long. And I just wanted to share with people that 
this is not even coming from the text. This is not even coming from the Bible. The Bible was written a long time ago. But it is so sharp. It is so precise. It is so exact that it's telling us what's happening or what's going to happen, and it's happening in front of our eyes um, in that particular text that we read. So why are we reading Psalms 2, which we have read before? Why would we read that particular passage of Scripture? Because we, we're reading it to tell you or to let you sort of just to wave a red flag and saying, hey, this is the time. This is the time that we are living in. These are some of the things that we are experiencing. These are some of the things that are going on. Okay? All right. <clears throat> and we're going to go into, I'm going to read uh, Daniel chapter 7. I'm going to read from Daniel 7 verse 1 to verse 8. Have a lot. Have a lot in there. Um, we're just going to take out the last part. There's going to be a, the, the last part. Um, right now, we're studying the book of Daniel, Chris and I, and I'm just going to take out the last part. I think it's 7 and 8. That's where we are, but I want to give you a, a larger picture. So I'm reading the whole thing just to let you know. In the year of Belteshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. He had wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Daniel spake and I said, and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of earth strove upon the great sea, and the four beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another. The first was like a lion, and it had eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings therefore thereof were plucked, and it was filled up from the earth and made to stand up on its feet as a man, and a heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second, like a bear, and it was raised up itself on one half, and it had three ribs in it. And they said on, um, thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. After this, I beheld, and lo, another, like a leopard, which had upon the back four wings of a fowl, and beast, and sorry, the beast had four heads, and dominion was given to it. After this, I saw it in a night vision, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth, and it devoured and brake into pieces, and stomped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the other beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. I considered the horns, and behold, there came upon them another little horn, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up from the roots, and behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, and the mouth speaking great things. This was what we read. This was what we, we, we read a couple weeks ago. And this is what we are going to be talking about tonight. 
I don't know if you have anything to say, Chris. Oh, I was just listening. Look at it. <laughs> I was just listening because <laughs> that's a that's a deep verse right there, um, and it, it gets into a lot. And some of the things that we're going to cover tonight, you know, this just what we're, what we're giving you out here is just a primer to why we're talking about these strange things. And you see, the like like it said there, the kings of the earth, you know, they're imagining vain things, going against the Lord, and and you know, we have all sorts sorts of things going on: transhumanism, uh, genetically modified organism, hybrid animals, robotic workforces, microchipping your children, all sorts of things. And, and people wonder, well, what 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 does that have to do with what you just read? Well, you see, there's a system coming that is not of God. It's it's totally satanic. Now. It's not that every company, every corporation, every scientist is working together to build this system, but this system will come partially from the works of their hand, even though even though they don't know. Some of them do, but some of them don't. And we're just giving you the, the breadcrumbs of the basically the skeleton of this system. And that's the best way I could put it right now. And so some of the things we talk about tonight are going to show you what this next beast we're talking about, not the Antichrist, but the beast system is going to be made out of. Because we're talking about very um, technological advance, advances uh, that have been uh, erupting on the scene. Uh, if, you, if you want to know more, you can go and check our YouTube channel or, or the archives archives of our show um, but the YouTube it, 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 we, the, some of the photos and things we put in there help to explain a lot uh, because you'll see the actual articles so you know that we're not just talking just to talk so anyway um, this, this this fourth beast it's, it's a terrifying thing and it crushes everything in its path it's um, it's frightening <laughs> And it says, it says here, it says it, it shall take away uh, its dominion and consume and destroy. Wait, sorry, I'm writing the wrong thing. But it says that the, um, the fourth beast shall be like the fourth kingdom upon the earth and diverse from all other kingdoms. This is starting at chapter, uh, verse 23 in chapter 7 of Daniel. And shall devour the earth and shall tread it down and break it into pieces. And the ten horns out of the kingdom are ten kings that shall arise, and another shall rise after them, and he shall be diverse from the first, and he shall subdue three kings, and he shall speak great words against the Most High. So you see, this is a this is all about a war against God. And exactly. it says here, and shall wear, wear out the saints of the Most High, and think of uh, and seek to change times and laws, and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and the dividing of times. So we see that this is this is something that's great. It's diverse than anything before it, and it's not something old. This is not some Roman thing or Greece. The, the, the Bible basically uh, it, it tells you which one. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it tells you which one is Greece. It tells you which one is Media and Persia. It tells you, you know, about the Roman Empire and all that. So this is this is more like an amalgamation of all those kingdoms, if you look at it, you know. So, but it will still be something new, something never seen before. And so I don't know if you want to um, – I have something I want to jump in. I don't know what, what, what you planned on, on your end, uh, Rory. Well, well, I just wanted to, to, to share um, – with everyone, um, what we're talking about and the seriousness of the word of God and how precise it is. We read um, from Psalms. We read Psalms 2. And we went back in and we looked at um, the book of Daniel, chapter 7. Um, but Daniel had these dreams. He had some dreams. He had some real serious dreams. He had some dreams about the future. And it's just playing out as we see it. And as we go on day by day, these things are being unfolded before us. And that's all I wanted to say as we start, and then we're going to go ahead and share. So you go ahead, uh, Chris. Okay, so the first article I have is from Bloomberg. Bloomberg Bloomberg.com. And the title is, This Company Has Built a Profile on Every American Adult. And now, before I get into the article, realize that informational databases that collect our information is nothing new. Um, it's, it's, it's widespread, and it's in every country, uh, every, every country with the technology to do it, let me put it that way. And so, as you go on in here, it says, every move you make, every click you take, every game you play, every place you stay, they'll be watching you. These are their words, not mine. Okay, and it goes down and says, forget telephoto lenses and fake mustaches. The most important tools for America's 35,000 private investigators are database subscription services. For more than a decade, professional snoops have been able to search troves of public and non-public records, um, known addresses, DMV records, photographs um, of a person's car, and condense them into uh, comprehensive reports costing as little as $10. Now they can combine that information with the kinds of things marketers know about you, such as which politicians you donate to, what you spend on groceries, or whether it's where that you ate in last night, to create a portrait of your life and predict your behavior. And so... You see, all the things we've been talking about for over the last year and a half, something like that, right? Um, That's correct. This is this art. This article is ringing true. Um, if you have a, a, a list you want to write down right now, you want to go check out Project Prism. You want to look up artificial intelligence. You want to look up uh, what they're doing with the spy drones, the drones over America, things like that. Um, and, and this is not to frighten you. This is just to let you be awake of the things going on that the average person doesn't know. Um, before I go on, you want to say anything, Rory? Because I got some more in this article well, I want to go into. Well, I just wanted to um, just sort of go into the same vein that you're you're talking about. I um, I have another article that I wanted to share about this uh, logo oh, okay. technologies. Well, well, before you go in there, let's, let's finish this up so we can transition into that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, IDI 
a year-old company in the so-called data fusion business is the first to centralize and weaponize all the information um, for its customers. The Boca Raton, Florida company database service, ID Core, combines public records with purchasing, demo, purchasing demographic, and behavioral data. Chief Executive Officer Derek Dubner says the system isn't waiting for requests from clients. It's already built a profile on every American adult, including young people who wouldn't, um, wouldn't be swept up in conventional databases, which only index transactions. We have, uh, this is a quote, we have data on that 21-year-old who's living at home with mom and dad, he says. Uh, then it goes in and says, Dubner declined to provide a, a demo of ID Corps or furnish the company's report on me. This is the person writing the article. But he says, these personal profiles include all known database, I mean, sorry, addresses, phone numbers, and email addresses, every piece of property ever bought or sold, plus related mortgages, past and present vehicles owned, criminal uh, citation from speeding tickets on up, voter registration, hunting permits, and names and phone numbers of neighbors. <laughs> the reports also include photos of cars taken by private companies using automated license plate readers, billions of snapshots tagged with GPS coordinates and timestamps to help PIs or private investigators surveil people or bust alibis. Okay, I'll, I'll pause right there. Again. I don't need, I, I don't, I, hey, Chris, <laughs> I, I don't need to go. We, we need to go any further. It's not. It's not if, like I played in the clip before. It's not the like. It's the new world of order is not here. It's already here. So everything, yeah. every known thing, and every and anything that you have ever done, every place that you have been, every swipe. Every um, everything has been recorded. You know what? It, it reminded me of Chris. It reminded me of the movie. I can't remember what was the name of the movie. It was Fast and Furious when they had that that thing could that could take the image of the person in the car. And says, "Well, he's mm-hmm. there. He's on Twenty Fourth Street." And it says, and it didn't matter if the person did have a device with them. It was able to track them based off of the imagery on their face. Right. Right. And, wow. and this is the same thing we'll be talking about. But there's, there's some, something, some interesting things in this article, i, I got to say. Um, let me go down a little bit further. Um, let's talk about the, what IDI runs, and then we're going to go into one of the founders, right? It says, IDI also runs two coupon websites, allamericansavings.com and a sample and savings.com that collect purchases and behavioral data. When I when I signed up for the latter, I was asked for my email address, birthday and home addresses, address um, information that could easily link me with my ID Corp profile. The site also asked if I suffered from arthritis, asthma, diabetes, or depression, obesity, to help tailor its discounts. <laughs> it says um, users and industry analysis analysts. Uh, say the addition of uh, purchasing and, uh, and behavioral data to conventional data fusion uh, outmatches rival systems in terms of capability and creepiness. 
It says, quote here, the cloud never forgets. An imperfect picture of you composed from your data profile are carefully filled in over time, says Roger Key, president of Endpoint Technologies Associates and consultant firm. We're like bugs in amber, completely trapped in the web of our own data. I've got a couple more lines here i got to get into. It says, when logging into IDI and similar databases, a PI must select a permissible use for a search, uh, search under U.S. privacy laws. The Federal Trade Commission oversees the industry, but PI companies are largely expected to, to police themselves because a mid-sized outfit may run thousands of searches a month. Um, Dubner says most Americans have little to fear as examples he cites id core uses such as locating a missing person and nabbing a fraud or terrorism suspect then it goes down here this is the interesting part to me it says um, idi like much of the data fusion industry traces its lineage to hank asher a former cocaine smuggler and self-taught programmer who began fusing sets of public data from state and federal government in the, in the early 1990s. After September 11th, law enforcement uh, interest in commercial database grew and more money and data began raining down, says Julia Angwin, a reporter who wrote about the industry in her 2014 book, Dragnet Nation. And there's more, but I'll, I'll stop right there. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so you, you have a guy that's... Uh, 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 a former cocaine smuggler <laughs> and self-taught programmer who began fusing this stuff. It's just interesting to me. Um, we, we can go in all directions with that one right there. Man. Right? Man, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, so everything we've been saying, Hello? this is Chris? part of the confirmation. I'm here. Can you hear me? Uh, okay, yes. Okay. I'm just. I, I am just amazed um, at the the level of how or not the level, but how quickly things are moving. Right, and and of course we know that there's bigger big databases than this um, when it comes to the government and um, other agencies, um, and and the way we're tracked by different companies or whatever. But the whole point is, it's not if if this company is in cahoots with whatever the point is that that is happening and it's being done at at a rate that you can't even catch up to and you don't even know exactly what they have on you it's a a tear it's a tear of things but what was interesting is is the photo thing where they might not even have a, a perfect photo of you but over time it'll extrapolate features of you from other photos to get a correct photo Right. So the facial recognition software included in this database is 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 massive. I, I, I as far as I know, Facebook has the one of the best um, facial recognition softwares out there. But it doesn't matter because you step into a store, you step into whatever you name the store, you're on a facial recognition profile, whether you want to be but, or not. So, but the other, um, Chris. Uh, let, let's pause there. This is not so much about the facial recognition mm-hmm. that um, got me. Is 
it's it's the um it's the the combination of the the combination of how they collect all that data so all the data right. is being collected simultaneously that's what's alarming right. yeah oh um for the listeners and, and they they get the data freely by going on a going on a um by going on this uh people put in their information on the computer when they're looking right. for coupons yeah and for the for the listener you want to go check out big brother big business by cnbc it's an old um a report they did on databases and uh the, the machines you use to track you and stuff like that so you want a legitimate report there's one cnbc big brother big business so it came out a good maybe five six seven years ago so you, you can find it on the internet so anyway <laughs> yes this is uh this is huge so um, we've been trailing all, all sorts of things, and, um, you know, we can get into DNA. We can get into some of these diseases. But let's first uh, – you have you have you said you wanted to get into an article next? Does that have more stuff yes. here? Let's do it. Okay, so go ahead. I'll let you, I'll well, let you go with yours. Briefly. There is a – it's this, this, the name of this company is called Logos Technology, and what they what they're um, doing is they're they're proposing a wide area motion imagery for um, for various venues. So it here's what this thing can do. It's sort of like on a weather balloon, okay? And listen, at only forty pounds, eighteen point one kilos, this electro optical serima comes in at about fourth of the weight um, of this Carousel processor while providing nearly the same range of coverage. Optimize a mid-range resolution to deliver the broadest possible situational awareness. The Serima WAMA system works with high-resolution, narrow-field cameras to provide operators with the ability to get a close-in look at targets of interest. Surima operators can follow the activity in multiple streaming windows and create user-defined um, watch boxes, enabled automated detection alerts. So what this is, it's on a balloon, it's a, it's camera, it's a camera that's, and it's high-resolution camera that it's going to be so high up you will not, you will not even be able to see it. It's sort of like the one we spoke about before in the past, Chris, but the, uh, the one that we spoke about was the military grade. But this one now is for civilian. Resolution optimized mm-hmm. to, de- to, de- to detect moving vehicles and dismounts. Unlimited pan and digital zoom within the entire field of view. Available to queue high-resolution full-motion video cameras. User-defined, um, we talked about this, the watch box, so you're watching a particular area. Motion imagery targeted, indexed, and archived. Ruggedized system for easy operation and maintenance. Streaming videos, windows to support multiple sensor operate, operators at once. So there are various operators that can do this. Streaming video onto handheld devices. So this, this particular um, 
instrument, you can watch a location, watch people. Um, you can set it to come alive when the people are moving or in motion. Um, it's for force protection, border security, operational surveillance, disaster relief support, anti-terrorism security, humanitarian assistance, sporting and large event security, um, port and rail security, logistics hub, and developing countries, anti-poaching um, monitoring. So there are so many different applications that they can use and monitor persons. So when people, when people are thinking that you are not being watched, if you doubt the information that you just saw, it's there. It's, um, this is Logos, and, um, you know, it's a, it's a new company too. So they're able to bring in at a very close range and do amazing, amazing um, things with these cameras. The one we talked about was before was, what was the name of it? Was it Argus? Yeah. Chris? Argus. Yes. But it was, it was yes. the, the military version. This is now the civilian version. So we can actually rent or um, lease this particular technology from Logos Industries, um, te- Logos Technologies, and do what we need to do as far if we want, we're having a big event or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So these are, yeah. are the things that are available are, are out there. Go ahead, Chris. This is just going along with the whole drone movement. It's a drone, exactly. basically. A, a, a balloon drone or whatever you want to call it. And it's, it's uh, the technology that comes with this thing. That's massive. <laughs> that is massive. Um, it's not, it's not come it's it's a little different from Argus, but just as you know, proficient nonetheless. You know, yeah. Argus we're talking about uh, as far as the information that we know, Argus you have this 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 drone up in the sky that could that has millions of camera cameras on it, and it could take you know photos, uh, real real time video, um, and zoom into at least six inches off the ground and see what you're doing or whatever they're trying to look at miles of video from the air and, and now this is this, this is just tracking everything on the ground from movement to you know whatever it, <laughs> you know and and again this is some of the technology that will be implemented in the system that's being built and again we we just want to reiterate that we're not saying everyone here is working with the powers that be Eventually, everyone, everybody's going to be on the same boat. Exactly. It's, going to, it's, it's, just, it's coming yeah. to sort of like a melting pot. So when we yeah. look at this and we see this, remember now, the rate at which technology is moving is extremely fast. Technology is moving at a, an alarming rate, and it's quite difficult to, uh, to keep up with it. It, it, it's 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 frightening. Just with the two things that we have just spoken about, Chris. Just the two things mm-hmm. that we have spoken about. Um, I, I think it's so much already. If people get to grasp or even understand what um, is coming, in, in other words, 
and, and I'm going to see if I can break it down just based off of what we just discussed tonight. Um, normally, when anything major happens, anything major happens, um, if there is some incident that has occurred, normally they would have to build a profile of the persons involved. Right. Now, it would normally take days to do this. However, sometimes weeks. The company, <laughs> sometimes. There's a company that you said that was in Boca Raton, Florida, we just talked about. They are able to, they have this at, at their fingertips. It's there. And they're saying, with what we have, we have, if you find the person, we can give you all the information um, with that person. We can give you everything that the person has done recently, basically. All the transactions, location, every single hotspot that this person has been to. Am I correct? Yeah, correct. Everything about this person. To me, and, and if you notice, and if you notice, that's right. Yeah, if you notice, they linked it to, to uh, social media too, and we keep warning people: don't keep putting all these pictures, if any picture, of yourself on these social media profiles. Yeah, they're being collected, and and also, um, just to, to take a side sidetrack for a second, if you're transmitting these photos to friends, and let's just say they're kind of ris- risque photos. Not only can they collect that, but people in the dark web can collect those things and sell them. Right. That means photos of your kids or what your kids are trying to send to friends, whether it be risque or not, or yourself. Um, so just bear in mind that what seems so simple on the, on the surface is much more um, intrusive than you think. Uh, I'll, I'll try to say it that way. Yeah, so, yeah, what you're saying is exactly right, Rory, and... Um, we we give up a lot of information on ourselves um, willingly, but in the background, a lot that we're not trying to give to 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 many people other than the organizations that we actually tie ourselves to, like a uh, banking, uh, our cable provider, you know, things like that, schools and stuff. Other people are getting this information without our knowledge, which is a breach of, I think, our privacy. So. So what do you got next? Because I'm about to get into some dark territory. So if you got anything else, hey, hey, no, no, no. You go ahead. Um, <laughs> go ahead. As, as as we uh, as we talk, I'm I'm I'm, I'm pulling up some stuff. I I, I have some stuff well, that I want to share with people. So continue. Okay, so I I'm I'm going to get into some something thing with gene and and DNA and things like that. So. People, um, if you've heard any of our talks on gene manipulation and um, um, hybridization, you, you know that this is nothing that's coming in 50 years, 30 years, 20 years. It's, just, it's already being developed now. Um, there are rumors, I'm going to say rumors because I don't have the evidence in front of me, that um, cloning has begun over 20 years ago uh, or more. I, have, I don't have proof for that, but that's the rumors, right? And so... Um, with this first article from Bloomberg, we have 
Chinese scientists plan first human test with gene editing tool. Gene editing tool. Okay. It says Chinese scientists are embarking on what appear to be the first human trials with the CRISPR gene editing tool. Um, okay, let me back up a little. If you ever never heard of the CRISPR technology, it's 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 the 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 leading technology now on DNA manipulation and like you just heard gene gene editing, and what that means is manipulating your DNA. Um, it's going off into areas of transhumanism. If you ever heard of transhumanism, it's basically becoming a god, uh, and I literally mean that. Uh, not that they, humans can become gods. It's just that's what they think they can do because they want to make it to where man can live forever. And so with this here, this CRISPR technology, you're going to see we're talking about eradication of diseases. We're talking about chimeras. We're, if you don't know what a chimera is, basically two species brought into being one uh, by splicing DNA or whatever. Um, so... Okay, let me just continue with the article here. Uh, the latest efforts by the country's researchers to master a technology that might someday be a potent tool in developing therapies worldwide. The group led by Lu Yu, an oncologist at the Southwestern Xinchuan, I think that's how you pronounce it, University, West China Hospital, has recruited the first patient for a 10-people clinical trial which will activate immune cells using CRISPR and infuse them back into patients to fight lung cancer. See what I just said? Um, due to potential risk in using the pioneering treatment for humans, the team has decided to treat the first group of three patients one at a time, Lou said in a phone interview. Let me pause right there. Now, we're not saying that getting rid of cancer is a bad thing. That's a wonderful thing, or any other disease. But if you look deeper into transhumanism and some of this technology here, you'll see that there are some areas which I just talked about where man is trying to become God. But let me let me let me finish up here. It says, formerly called CRISPR's uh, Cas9, the genetic editing tool acts like a pair of um, precise molecular scissors that can cut out unwanted sections of DNA and insert desired, one, desired ones. The team is using it to remove a gene that encodes a protein named PD-1, which normally keeps the immune cells in check, but is also used by cancer cells to hide from the immune system. The engineering is intended to switch on the immune response to attack cancer. In the pharmaceutical industry, antibody drugs directly block the PD-1 protein, including um, Merck and companies uh, Keith Truda and Opdivo, sold by Bristol Bears Squibb Company, have become new growth in engines for the companies. Uh, quote here says, if this technology has good safety and shows certain efficiency, it has wide applications, unquote, said Lou. If successful, it has the potential to become an alternative biotechnology treatment to replace or complement the existing single antibody drugs, Lou said. Lou's group received approval from the ethics board 
of the West China Hospital, one of the uh, top facilities in the country. And the article goes on and on to say that uh, this is the early stages. There will be uh, they will observe the, the first patent for two months after injecting the CRISPR cells, and if there is no problem, proceed to give the second patient the same treatment. If the first group of three patients respond well, they will they may be able to accelerate after that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, so, wait. So, I, the, the, listen, uh, listen, listen. Let, let, let's, let's pause for a minute. And I, we, I think we have talked about this. We have talked about it um, in the past. And we were sh- share with people that they were doing it to the things that we eat, vegetables. Right. One of the things they were right. trying to make the vegetables last longer, so they would go into the into the genome this, with this CRISPR technology and remove, for instance, they would take from the mushroom the, the gene that causes the mushroom to turn from white to black. So they would remove it. By doing so, it would enhance the shelf life of the mushroom and it would last longer. So yeah. this CRISPR technology, now they're removing it are not using it necessarily on plants, but they're using it in the human genome. They're using it for human beings. Now they're manipulating the, the, the genes of human beings so that they can live longer, basically. Right. That's, what, right. that's what's actually going on. Right. And I'm, I'm going to just read the last paragraph of the article. Uh, and it says here, scientists have said they were among the first in using CRISPR to make wheat resistant to a common fungi disease. Dogs more muscular and pigs with linear, leaner meat in the, the southern city of Guangzhou, I think that's how you pronounce it, Chinese researchers sparked an international ethical debate last year after tweaking the genetic makeup of human embryos using CRISPR for the first time. So, again, this is about making you live longer. Um, yep. And, and, it, and, it, and the, bus, the, the bus doesn't stop there, people. Where, these, these transhumanists um, have talked about where your skin can become metal or something else. They're, 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 this, these are the, 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 the lengths that they're trying to push these technologies. Now, CRISPR is fairly new, fairly. So, but it's one of the biggest breakthroughs they've ever had. And it's and this DNA manipulate. We're going to read a couple more articles about this stuff. Um, but bear in mind that big pharma controls um, the medical industry from your birth to your death, right? And so billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars are being made year round on our medical issues. Um, some 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 things kill us right away. Some things don't. Um, and we're not saying that, you know, all medical, uh, you know, all medicines are evil or something like that. We're just telling you that this is big business. And so if this were to break through, which it will, don't expect to find everybody getting a cure for diabetes all of a sudden or cancer all of a sudden because it's always going to come down to money and who controls the outcome of, of these type of technologies. And, and the system that's being built now will control 
all of this technology. And one day you're going to have to make a choice of do I take the mark or do I not? Do I want to live forever with what they want me to have or do I choose Jesus Christ? And I know that might sound far-fetched to some of you, but reading um, the Bible, that's clearly what it's going to come down to. You can't buy yourself without it and all these other things. So anyway, you had something to say, Roy? Yeah. Um, that's basically um, that's basically what it boils down to, Chris. I think you, you, you hit the nail on the head when you said that um, the Bible talks about all of this stuff. It, it's real. The evidence is there. Based off of the two passages of Scripture that we read, you know, we're just showing folks. We're just saying, hey, and it's not about fighting the new world order or whatever. No, it's about, hey, just look and see what the word of God says that's going to come on the face of the earth when these times come. And when we read the passage of Scripture, I'll go in a little bit more and explain some more. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so, continue. I, I, so the next article I have is from Popular Science. The headline is, U.S. Agency will lift ban on funding for hybrid animal-human embryos. Let me read that again. Hybrid animal-human embryos. Okay? It says hybrids could provide invaluable research opportunities. (laughs) And this article is from um, August 4th. Okay? 2016. So it says here, the U.S. National Institute of Health, the government agency that is one of the largest single funding sources of biomedical research in America, is planning to lift a ban on funding of hybrid embryo research as NPR reports. Embryos that are part human and part animal would allow scientists to do a variety of things from growing organs to studying more human-like anatomical features in research animals. However, some people have raised ethical and biosafety concerns about what happens if research is handled properly. Um, um, Manipulating animal embryos with human DNA and cells would change the biology of one or more parts of the animal in question. That could, for instance, allow a sheep brain to respond to diseases and drugs more like a human brain, which could help in finding cures for diseases like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's or to make a pig, a pig heart from uh, form and act more like that of a human. Those organs could be used in transplants that would save thousands of lives every year. The NIH still has a list of restrictions, including that this type of research cannot be done on other primates and certain areas of research not prohibited could still face extensive scrutiny before approval. Now, biblically speaking, this is just wrong. Uh, you shouldn't be mixing any kind with any other kind. Uh, that's in the Bible, the Old Testament for that. Um, but we have, you see, this is, these are the things that you see in the sci-fi movies. You see um, the research going on. You see the ethical concerns, and then you see the mad scientists going to do what they want to do. And then what comes out from that is, some sort of monster, right? And, you know, some of you might be like, come on, you know, you really think monsters are, well, you know, scientists know this. That's why there's an ethical concern. 
you know, you're going to have a deformity of some type. And these, these, some of these people, they want to do this. They do, your, do your own research. They want to create hybrids, whether it's a half horse, a half whatever else, they want to do it. They want to see what they can, quote, unquote, create in their lab. Um, now, the, the, the thing that they're going to hook everyone with is cure for diseases. Who doesn't want a cure for a disease? Everyone wants that. Um, but we know, biblically speaking, that all of this that we have in this world, the disease, the evilness, the, 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 the bad things you hear about is because the world is falling. And Jesus Christ is going to come back to redeem it all. He, he's already finished the work on the cross, and he will come back a second time to to rule for a thousand years and crush all of this, all of this. The, all the things that people are worried about, if there was a loving God, why is there this, why is there that? He's, he's on the throne, and really we live in a fallen world, and this, this fallen world is subjected to rules. And, and you go back to the Old Testament, and you'll see that the earth is cursed. It's cursed. It just is. Um, the Bible also talks about the whole world groaning for his return. And that includes the animals and whatever else that can grow. Based on sin. You know? Yeah. It's all based on, on, on the sin that, that corrupted everything. And if you if you have a hard time believing that, all I have to do is say, you know, all I have to say is don't be a hypocrite. Just search, search the Bible. Ask God to reveal itself to you through his word. And he will. So... This is a reality. So before I keep going, go ahead, Rory. I think we want to say something. Well, um, Chris, you know, I, I I don't know how else to um, to explain what we just went over. Um, again, this is something we talked about, but now we are seeing that the bands based off of um, based off of. Psalms chapter 2 The bands that God Has put on humanity They're wanting to remove it That's what we're looking at mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what exactly. we're seeing That's what's happening This is what they're doing And they're going hard And fast After this technology After this information Because They're wanting to become God they're okay. wanting to, to, to cast his bands asunder. The, the yeah. bands that God has put on humanity, the bands that God has put on all living species, They're, that's what men are striving to have removed. That's what men are going after. And it's, it's so unfortunate um, you know that people can't. Some people can't even see that because people reject the li- the word of the living God, the word which is is true. That's what they're rejecting. They're rejecting His word. And like yeah. you said, a lot of these men, when they come to the end of themselves, there the Bible says there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is destruction. And this is what we're seeing. Yeah. And that's when they find out it's going to be late. Too late. Yeah. And you, you know what's interesting, Rory, it's like people have also been programmed uh, um, to to accept this sort of thing. Even if even if they saw it in a, a horrific fashion, you know, 
they they've been programmed through entertainment. Now, I know all of us don't watch sci-fi. I know all of us don't watch superhero read comics and all these other things, but it's there. And if they look into antiquity, it's there too. You know, so you 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 you, you think about a movie like The Fly, where he wanted to print build a trans-dimensional uh, teleporter to where he takes matter and he comes back into the other chamber. The matter fuses back into whatever it's supposed to be, but he ends up getting fused with a fly. <laughs> and the fly's DNA eventually takes over what the human used to be, and he totally becomes a fly by the end of the movie, Right? You have movies like Species um, and some other ones, you know, where they're doing all these weird experiments. And sometimes these movies are fun to watch and, you know, they're entertaining or whatever. But that's just surface level. This stuff has been going on for a while. It's just getting to the forefront now to where they're actually making breakthroughs. Because many of these companies have been funded for years, years, trying to trying to make a breakthrough with these um. Not only companies, also not only companies, but also schools. Right, right, yeah. But also have different grants or whatever. Um, but I have one more article to deal with this same issue right Go here ahead, Chris. from Wired. From Wired, uh, Wired.com. Uh, this is a 2016 article, and it says, "You can now grow human-animal hybrids, but you can't breed them." So, so in the title alone, it's suggesting that men would want to breed the hybrids. Let's see if we can get these two to mate and see what comes out of that, right? And so here it says, um, the mighty chimera, a single-body sprouting lion, goat, and snake's head, is one of the most recognizable mythological beasts. The modern chimera is not a physical striking not so physically striking, but a hybrid organism with organs or tissues from multiple species. But it could um, become an important tool for medical research. Scientists have mixed and matched human and animal cells for years, hoping to one day grow replacement human organs or discover genetic pathways of human diseases. See, this is the, 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 the undercurrent uh, theme all the time, right? And what's interesting in this first paragraph is there was a movie, uh, The Hulk, by Ang Lee. It came out in uh, early 2000s. And the way they, uh, in this uh, story of The Hulk, he was, um, it wasn't just gamma radiation. They took frog DNA, this DNA, that DNA, and put it together. And it, uh, when they hit, the, hit him with the gamma rays, then it basically helped him to mutate into whatever he was supposed to become. Um, his father did a, a genetic experiments on him. And so here's the same thing. Multiple species, um, tissues from multiple species of animals. So anyway, um, last year, uh, though, the National Institute of Health banned funding of animal-human chimeras until it could figure out whether any of this work would bump against ethical boundaries, like could brain scientists endow research animals with human cognitive abilities or even consciousness while transplanting human stem cells into the brain of a developing animal embryo? Would it be morally wrong to create animals with human feet, hands, or a face in yes. order to study human yes. 
Morphology? Yes. <laughs> Modern yes, medicine it would be. Thinks, <laughs> Modern medicine thinks before it acts. Now, hold on. Hold, hit the brakes for a second. There, I, you know, I always got to go back to entertainment. So, two movies I want to reference. Um, one is <laughs> Invasion of the Body Snatchers, right? Now, Invasion of the Body Snatchers is an alien invasion movie where uh, the aliens uh, somehow, they clone your body. And, you know, while when, to the, the original body dies and the, and the, the cloned body is, is what replaces you. But that's not the, the portion that, that's inter- interesting. The, the portion of the movies what came out of nowhere, where people are running down the street crazy, these things are, are uh, you know, the, the clones are running loose or whatever. But all of a sudden there's a dog that runs out into the crowd and it turns around and has a human head. Nothing to do with the story at all. <laughs> Nothing to do with the story. It didn't move the story forward, didn't move it backwards. It just came out of nowhere. It's just pretty creepy, right? Dog with a human face. And... Then the second the second movie is um uh the island of Dr Moreau I I, I talked about it before on the show it's where basically a, a geneticist a, 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 you know a mad scientist whatever uh is doing these same sort of experiments and they create pigs that are cognitive uh, cognitive abilities they walk upright and they have human human features too. Pigs, cows, this and that other. They have all, all sort of weird things. They had one in the 70s, a movie in the 70s, and a remake in, the, I think, the, the 90s, right? But it's just weird stuff like this that you'll see in these movies. But these ideas aren't new at all. You go back into antiquity, go into Greece, go into, yep. um, go into even stories of, of, about the days of Noah, go, go into Atlantis. You'll see these sort of stories back then. So don't be surprised when you hear Jesus say, just as, just like the days of Noah, Noah so shall it be in the, com- the coming of the Son of Man. Don't be surprised that Jesus says that and, and think, what did he mean totally? Because it says they've been married and given in marriage and it doesn't really go further, you know, and we know that days of Noah was violent and there's many attributes to the days of Noah. But, um, this right here is so distinct, and like I said, you go into a lot of stories into antiquities, and we're not just talking about mythology. It's important to to, to look at that. Go look at um, uh, think about um, what's the uh, the philosopher's name from Greece, Rory? Really quick, Plato. 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 He has a book called Plato Republic, and he talks about um. Atlantis and the Ten God Kings, and this is not something that he didn't believe. He believed it wholeheartedly. Okay? But you know what, Chris? Um, Chris, you got to pause. You got to (laughs) pause. Yeah. However, when we talk about some of these things, I know I'm not talking much, but when we talk about these things, people look at us and say, well, hey, these guys are, you know, it's sort of warfare. Come on, guys. Are you serious? Come on, guys. Come on. You can't be serious. (laughs) But you know what? It's true. And you know what? It's happening right before your eyes. And right. if you don't want to believe it, that's fine. But we, we read a passage from the, the scripture, and we, we reference a book that you need to go and check out for yourself. You have to go and read it for yourself to see, no, we're not nuts. You know, these are what we're telling you. Uh, and in a little mm-hmm. bit, I'm going to play a clip um, that you guys will be able to hear 
and it just talking about some of the things that are, are coming and how humans right. how we are trying to to um to adjust the things that God himself has created. Which is wrong. Right. right. You know, it's wrong. Yeah. And, but but see, in, inherently we know this, Rory. They know. Because if, if it was right, there wouldn't be any ethical concerns. You see, we, they, they want to say that we are the homo sapien. But no, no, we're humans. Humans. We're not monkeys. We didn't come from monkeys and all this other foolishness. Right. Because if it right. was so, then there wouldn't be a problem. There wouldn't be an issue. Makes the animals. So what? You know what I mean? We know that monkeys, dogs, cats have a different intelligent level than we do, cognitive sure. level than we do. They don't reason in, in, in the sense that we do, you know? And they're born with things that they just automatically know. They automatically know they're going to have sex. They automatically know they need to do, they need to dig a hole and poo, you know? Things like that, you know? Right. And we have the ability to do way much more. And so you think uh, and of it also, movies like And that. it also says so in, in Scripture. It says so in Scripture yeah. so where, you know, God says, man, Really, the, the the heart of man is, is just wicked, based off wicked. of what was going on back in that Genesis six, based off of what was going on on the plain of Shinar. This is what we're yeah. talking about. This is the same exact point where all of this stuff started out. This is where this is the, this is the absolute beginning of the mess. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? We're looking at it today. It's coming to us today. And you're being taught, hey, no, come on, guy. Seriously? Yeah. Come on, look. We have an opportunity. <laughs> and it comes across as an opportunity. We have an opportunity to do something that has never been done before. We can now alter the DNA. Just imagine that. <laughs> alter, changing the DNA, putting in more lines into the um into the genome than what's normally there. Yeah. That's not right. Yeah, that it, can't it, be if right. you look Yeah. If you look at the old school um Planet of the Apes, same thing, right? Oh uh-huh. and then you you look at the new Planet of the Apes that just came out, uh I think they have two two movies of it right now. Two two um whatever. And it's the same thing. They messed with the genome, and the, the, the ape became um, more brilliant. It started to think more like a human, act more like a human, sin just like a human, <laughs> you know, and all sorts of things. So, again, these ideas are nothing new. It's just now we're reaching the point in human history where it's possible. Well, you know what? Let me step back at that, where it's possible again, put it like that. I'll say it like that, possible again. But let me continue with this article so we get get on to some other news. Um, It says here, after a nearly year-long ban, on August 4th, the NIH said it would soon lift its uh, moratorium and again start accepting grants, uh, applications for research labs that want to develop human-animal chimeras. We uh, quote. We thought it was it was good. It was a good time to take a deep breath, pause, and make sure the ethical framework that we have in place allows us to move forward and conduct this research responsibly. Says Carrie 
Wolitz um, Winonex, uh, Associate Director of Science Policy at NIH. The boundaries between human and animal is not just a philosophical debate. Human subjects in medical research have greater legal protections than laboratory animals, according to Rod Schreifer, um, Associate Professor of, of Bioethics at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Quote, what it <clears throat> takes to cross a line is a contentious issue, says Strafer. For example, some people believe that a lot of animal testing is wrong because many animals can feel pain and suffering. Other, others argue that um, any organism that displays uniquely human traits, things like autonomy, moral reasoning, and controlling one's own behavior ought to be excluded from research. And that's what we just talked about. It says, um, a new interne- internal ethics panel will review any projects that change an animal's brain function, but the new guidelines keep existing restrict keep existing restrictions against putting human cells in primates like chimpanzees and prohibit breeding animals that have human cells inside. So any pigeons would have to be sterile. Chimera research will be made easier by new gene editing technology like CRISPR. Boom, boom, boom. There we go again. (laughs) In combination with human stem cell manipulations that let scientists form any kind of tissue. Um, The quote, the intersection of those two gene editing and stem cell technologies allow us to create animal human time mirrors for research that are a little more advanced than the past. Um, triggering questions about animal welfare, says Wallinets, while animal-human chimeras have been around for several decades, you hear that, people? Several decades. The ability to transplant human brain tissue into developing uh, animal embryos, potentially endowing animals with more human-like consciousness, drives the debate that led to the NIH initial ban. And I'll stop right there. Uh, hey, so wait, wait a minute before you go on. Before you go on, Chris. Um, Chris, I want to play a, a clip. Mm-hmm. I want to play a clip um, first and foremost of um, this CRISPR technology that we talked about, so that everybody mm-hmm. can see um, that what we're we're not just suggesting something. What we're telling you is the truth. We're sharing with you that this genome editing is real. It's out there. And they're moving forward with it. Okay? So I want to, I want to, let me play this. Let me get caught up a little bit. And then after that, we will discuss the last topic that you, you brought up. Okay? Yeah. Every cell in our body contains a copy of our genome, over 20,000 genes, 3 billion letters of DNA. DNA consists of two strands twisted into a double helix and held together by a simple pairing rule. A pairs with T and G pairs with C. Our genes shape who we are as individuals and as a species. Genes also have profound effects on health, and thanks to advances in DNA sequencing, 
Researchers have identified thousands of genes that affect our risk of disease. To understand how genes work, researchers need ways to control them. Changing genes in living cells is not easy, but recently a new method has been developed that promises to dramatically improve our ability to edit the DNA of any species, including humans. The CRISPR method is based on a natural system used by bacteria to protect themselves from infection by viruses. When the bacterium detects the presence of virus DNA, it produces two types of short RNA, one of which contains a sequence that matches that of the invading virus. These two RNAs form a complex with a protein called Cas9. Cas9 is a nuclease, a type of enzyme that can cut DNA. When the matching sequence, known as a guide RNA, finds its target within the viral genome, the Cas9 cuts the target DNA, disabling the virus. Over the past few years, researchers studying the system realized that it could be engineered to cut not just viral DNA, but any DNA sequence at a precisely chosen location by changing the guide RNA to match the target. And this can be done not just in a test tube, but also within the nucleus of a living cell. Once inside the nucleus, the resulting complex will lock onto a short sequence known as the PAM. The Cas9 will unzip the DNA and match it to its target RNA. If the match is complete, the Cas9 will use two tiny molecular scissors to cut the DNA. When this happens, the cell tries to repair the cut but the repair process is error-prone, leading to mutations that can disable the gene, allowing researchers to understand its function. These mutations are random, but sometimes researchers need to be more precise, for example, by replacing a mutant gene with a healthy copy. This can be done by adding another piece of DNA that carries the desired sequence. Once the CRISPR system has made a cut, this DNA template can pair up with the cut ends, recombining and replacing the original sequence with the new version. All this can be done in cultured cells, including stem cells, that can give rise to many different cell types. It can also be done in a fertilized egg, allowing the creation of transgenic animals with targeted mutations. And unlike previous methods, CRISPR can be used to target many genes at once, a big advantage for studying complex human diseases that are caused not by a single mutation, but by many genes acting together. These methods are being improved rapidly and will have many applications in basic research, in drug development, in agriculture, and perhaps eventually for treating human patients with genetic disease. information and I know it's a little bit long but it's important that people get an understanding of what we're dealing with and you see when it's pitched or the way it's presented to us it's presented in the way that hey these things are going to be able to enhance our living ability enhance 
the way we live and the length of life that we are able to live. This is how it's it's um, given to us. Yeah. Well, you know, there's other other things that I'm thinking about right now, Rory, and I'm going to go back to one of the quotes in the same article uh, where it says, um, the, inter- the intersection of, of those two gene editing and stem cell technology allows us to create human, I mean, animal-human chimeras for research that are a little more advanced than the past, triggering questions about animal welfare. That's the part right there, animal welfare. Now, they're already making constitutions for people that are half human, half robot. They're already making constitutions for that. They're making constitutions for people that are into the transhumanism movement. So what about people that have their half human, half animal, which we see okay. right here abundantly that eventually, if God allows it, it'll happen, right? So Can we go back that? to a movie? Can we go back to a movie? Because, you know, it seems like we're always going back to these movies because they tell us what they're going to do in these movies. They tell us. Basically. It sounds far-fetched, but they tell us what they're going to do. And yeah. one of the movies, the X-Men. The X-Men. Yeah. Go and look. Where did these so people get created from? Yeah. They're always created in a lab. They're created in a lab, folks. And, and some of them, because you hear the thing, X-Men, um, none of them are human. None of them. They're exactly. all either evolved from whatever, which we don't, we on the show don't believe in evolution, but they're either evolved in some sort of way or um, somehow mixed evolved, something else. Evolved by, evolved you know, by the help of the man. And then there's the, the man part, portion of it. Just like on Wolverine, he was uh, a part of a genetic experiment. Um, he, he already had the genetics of an animal in him, but they put him into a Weapon X program to enhance that ability. And so, um, you know, there you have Wolverine. You, and, and, you know, we can go all of, into superheroes like crazy, but they, these ideas are all there. But they didn't start with the superhero. They started from the novels from the 40s and 50s and, and, and beyond. And before that, in the 20s, too, where, you know, these um, sci-fi writers at the time, um, a lot of them were into their cult. You can go research that for yourself. A lot of them hated God and whatever, so... They had all these amazing ideas, and a lot of the plots to these ideas was about man becoming God or technology taking over. Or, you know, you're going to George Orwell and all these other books, and you, you'll see these things there. You'll see them there, technology taking over, hybrids, this, hybrids, that. Even Frankenstein, Frankenstein isn't the monster. Frankenstein is the mad scientist. The scientist makes a monster. Okay? So when you hear Frankenstein, don't think of the... the the uh the bulking you know monster that's made out of human parts. Think about the scientists. That's where everything started. He wanted to do things that went against God. Even if you look at the new Frankenstein movie that came out last year, he hated God, and so he wanted to make this creature to save, to take his brother's consciousness, which was um uh, his body. His, his brother's body was frozen the whole time in some basement or whatever, uh, some laboratory or whatever, and he, he, he got all these people's bodies together, uh, body parts, in order to get his brother's consciousness into this creature. And when, by the time he finished, he saw that it was an abomination. 
You ask yourself, what is an abomination? Something detestable, something that shouldn't be made. It's a hybrid. Okay? And same thing with um, uh, Batman versus Superman. You have Lex Luthor who takes uh, General Zod's body, he, he puts him in the, the cryogenic, uh, the Genesis chamber, rips it, uh, cuts his flesh, drips his blood into the cryogenic chamber so he can mix with the body of Zod. The computer warns that on their planet, this is a, uh, I, think it, I think the word used is abomination or something like that, and he goes ahead and does it anyway, and out comes this thing called Doomsday, which was made to kill Superman. Yeah, it's a hmm. superhero movie, but the ideas are right there. The, the same, same. Ideas and it's the field. same. It doesn't so, change. You know? It doesn't change yeah. with any one of any one of the, whether it be Marvel, DC, they don't change. It's the same thing. Go back, you look at Hulk. It's always something that comes hmm. in and, and changes the DNA. The DNA structure yeah. of the human being is changed, and once that hmm. happens, then you have something that is, is not human. And we go back one, one second, Chris. We go back to Genesis, mm-hmm. and you look in the book of Genesis, it talks about he created them after their own kind. So in other right. words, what God is saying by, by saying this in the text is that, listen, there's a certain method that it's followed. So it, it can't be taken out of this boundary. It has to stay in that particular boundary because God himself was the one who put that in place that we should not try to deviate or change that. Continue, Chris. Right. And you were were mentioning a minute ago about the Hulk. And if you go back further where the idea of the Hulk came from, it it goes into some dark territory. Um, the, The creator of the Hulk got his idea from Frankenstein. Well, if you can do more research into Frank, uh, not, sorry, not Frankenstein, but um, what's the one from um, England? Oh, my goodness. Jekyll and Hyde. And if you go and look into the writer of Jekyll, Jekyll and Hyde, it was basically somebody demon-possessed. Okay? So there, there's all these aspects to these sort of things going on, you know, where you have the golem. If you look back into into antiquity, to, 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 to um, Hebrew Myths and, and legend, you'll you find out about the golem, and it was it was brought to life. It, it wasn't even real, but it was brought to life um, by witchcraft. And so there's a different elements, different places you can go with all of these things. But the point being is, this is happening. This is happening, yep. and no one no one could say to me ever again that what you're saying is far-fetched because it's right here in today's headlines. Go ahead, Roy. Okay, so I got a, another clip that I want to play, um, Chris. This one is a lot shorter. It's um, um, it's a news um, a, a, a online website that's talking about the same thing we're talking about. And let's just briefly go over it and see what, what um, they say. Two minutes, mm-hmm. 22 yeah. seconds. This is Keep the Faith Ministry News. I'm Hal Mayer. Some research institutions in the United States are moving ahead with attempts to grow human tissue inside of pigs and sheep with the goal of creating hearts, livers, and other organs needed for transplants. 
The ethical debate over inserting human stem cells into days-old animal embryos, then gestating them in female livestock, is because the experiments could blur the line between the species. What would happen, for instance, if those animals' cognitive state was altered by placing human brain cells in these creatures? While none of the animals so far have been brought to term, questions still remain about the cutting-edge technologies. Mixing human stem cells with those of animals is still banned by the U.S. government funding agencies like the National Institutes of Health, NIH. Harvesting human organs from animals and transplanting them in human beings is the ultimate goal of the controversial research. As a precaution, researchers working with farm animal chimeras haven't yet permitted any to be born, but instead are collecting fetuses in order to gather preliminary information about how great the contribution of human cells is to the animal's bodies. The United States does not have a federal law restricting the creation of chimeras. Scientists are trying to discover the best conditions for human cells to create organs within the animals. The research injects human cells into the animal embryo at the earliest stage. They then specialize and can contribute to any part of the animal's body. But if there was one sin above another which called for the destruction of the race by the flood, it was the base crime of amalgamation of man and beast which defaced the image of God and caused confusion everywhere. That's The Spirit of Prophecy, Volume 1, page 69. This is Keep the Faith Ministry News. Thank you for watching. Hey, yes, I'm here. I don't think we. I, I okay. don't think we need to say much more. Well, I know I, we will, but it's happening, and and here is what's even more alarming than the clip that we just um, heard, than what we spoke about or you spoke about earlier on. Um, it's happening. And no one is saying anything. No one is saying anything. No one is alarmed. And you know why, um, Chris? Because people are being um, basically dumbed down, um, dumbed down, so they don't even see what's going on before them. In today's news, and I'm not going far on the same subject, Today's news, the FDA, FDA has granted or said that they're going to release the greenlit um, mutant Zika, Zika fighting mosquitoes in Florida. Okay? Yes. So let's uh-huh. talk about that. Let's talk about that for a minute. They're using get it, get it. a mutant mosquito to fight the Zika virus, but no one knows what the end result is going to be. And I'm just showing people, or I'm just saying that this is there today. It's on the Drudge Report. Go ahead, Chris. Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting because we broke the story um, a few months ago that they were preparing to do that. Remember that? Yes. A few months ago, we, we, we talked about it, and now it's in effect. And so we have these um genetically modified mosquitoes out in the open 
we don't know what could possibly happen from it. We don't know. We can't even we can't even speculate because we just don't know. But I bet the scientists do, you know. Um, and you know, when, when, when we talk about some of these subjects, you know, there are people on this this earth that really think this stuff is cool. They really exactly. think that um, it's it's the next step forward. And why not? Why not? You know. And I have two articles here in front of me <laughs> that I didn't even have prepared for the show. I just did a random search on the same same topic. But I'm going to keep these two short just so that people know that this is not just scientists. This is not just um, crazy research. It says here, the Obama administration today, this is August 4th, announced it has flung the door op- wide open to scientists making grizzly human hy- hybrids after overturning the Bush administration limits on forcing taxpayers to fund embryonic stem search research, stem cell research. Um, this is the latest move by President uh, Barack Obama to manipulate and destroy human life in unethical experiments. And this this is from a place called LifeNews.com. Um, I'll just read this little portion right here and then go on to the next article. It says, Here's more. The federal government announced plans Thursday to lift. Uh, I think I heard this is part of the same um, things that we were reading before, so I'm, I'm right. going to skip over this. And it says here, uh, bioethicist Wes, Wesley Smith has previously warned about letting scientists police themselves because they often throw ethics and respect of human life out the window. It says the real question is where are we going to when? Well, sorry, when are we going to enforce the regulations with? sharp teeth. Do we need to criminalize these experiments to get scientists to stop? Because when they say ban certain kinds of experiments, we are pro um, pejoratively labeled as anti-science and that we should trust the scientists not to stray too far afield. Talk is cheap. The truth is I think many scientists oppose my um, uh, permanent and meaningful restraints on, on themselves and each other. If I'm right, society will have to forcefully take matters into their own hand. And I'll stop right there. Okay? No, no, no. no. We, and, you know, and, Chris, um, Chris, we, we got we to pause there, bro. We, we, we're not crazy. We got to pause there. We're going to turn <laughs> back and we, we, we're going to go back and read just so people know that we are not going crazy. I'm going to go to Genesis 6. And read a little bit I'm going to go to some other places Make some other reference points About some of the the other things That are coming on On the face of the earth That we will see um, In the future And How critical it is in the, in the time we live in Now what we're talking about before And we mentioned it um, Genesis chapter 6 Second um, Timothy, I think it is uh, three or four. Um, and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, the sons of God, ben, ben uh, I, Elohim, um, saw the daughters of men that they were fear, and they took them wives. Of all which they chose. So if they chose one, they took two, three, four, five, ten, whatever it is. They took them. These were 
they didn't have a choice. They were taken. And the sons of God are they're talking about there are angels. And now listen. We just we just talking because of what um my brother just just shared with everybody. Uh we were talking about some of these things before the show and now when we we are even into it and we, we go back over it, we see how dark it is. Now listen to what happens. After this, the two verses, six, verse six, that's one, verse six, um, the two. Here is what God says. And the Lord said, in verse three, my spirit will not always strive with man or that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. So because of what was going on, God had to put a boundary of 120 years. Man, we have another article that I don't know if we're going to get time to do it tonight, where a man wants to live to 180 years old because of what they want to do. And this, everything that we, are, we have talked about thus far, except for the things that are going to monitor, are talking about the longevity of life. Ex- ex- extending the life Man, Chris uh, This is just Wow The possibilities are real that's, that's one of the things we want to point out That the possibilities are real And there's always going to be someone out there That will want it There are people out but there not that only, will but pay not only that, Chris, for that Not only that, Chris mm-hmm. My brother, not only that But We have the evidence for it And mm-hmm. we have the technology for it It's there Right. It's there. Right. Period. It's there. Yeah. You know, First mm-hmm. Timothy, First um, Timothy four verse two is going to talk about men's conscience. Their consciences are being seared. They don't have a conscience. Their conscience are gone. Psalms seventy-eight eight talks about the lawlessness. How? Listen. They don't want any laws. They don't want the laws to go on. We could go on and on and on. Knowledge has increased. Men are becoming self-seeking, pleasure-seeking, and it it's just keeps moving on and on and on. Rapid advances in technology. Luke 22, Luke 17, verse 26. Talks about these things. The Bible illustrates this. Like no other. Continue, yeah. Chris. Every other article is solid. Solid. And these, these are the things that are just going on in the world. And we, we label this show Strange Things Are Happening. And we didn't even get into everything. <laughs> and it's just, um, we have time to get into more, but, you know, we, we just want to just have you... Um, Look into the Bible, see what it says, and it, it, just ask the Lord to reveal it to you because you, you're going to find all sorts of different explanations for whatever. Um, but God, through His Holy Spirit, can reveal to you that you never thought could be possible. You know, when you talk about giants in the earth, there's just so much, so much historical, biblical, and non biblical evidence for giants in the world. And not 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 just before the flood, but after the flood, and today, today, 
believe it or not. So whether you want to believe that or not, it's just don't be a hypocrite. Do your own research and see if what we're saying is true. And if not, then you can just throw it to the side and say, eh, whatever, these guys are are nutty, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, know, like you said, Chris, don't listen to what other people are saying. Don't even listen to what we're saying. Don't even listen. Go read the Bible for yourself. The Bible is the word of truth. It's, it's going to show you. It's going to reveal the truth of God to you. It's going to show you how real it is. And, and just based off of the passages that we read, okay, based off of the passages that we read, the passages that we read in the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 7, it was talking about nations, things that were going to come. It talked about the last beast. And it talked about the mixing of animals that we have never seen before. And some people say, well, you know, hey, that's, a, that's quite far-fetched because it was dealing with nations, the ten horns, the ten kings. Yes, but the imagery that it's showing us is unlike anything that we have ever seen before. The imagery on the two other beasts that are in the earlier part of chapter 7 are images of beast on the earth But that last beast Was unlike anything And it says it was unlike Any other beast before it Because it was It, it trampled It just ruined everything And it, as a matter of fact When it passed over It dust It just pulverized everything However In another part In the book of Daniel It talks about a stone that's being cut out of a mountain that's going to be taken out of the mountain without any human hands. So the human genome will not be able to touch it. The human genome or the DNA has nothing to do with that stone that's being taken out of the mountain that's going to smote the image, the image that has been resurrected from the beginning of time, or not from the beginning of time, but from when sin has crept in. It's going to obliterate all the beasts, everything that has happened, that men will have an opportunity to be free. Amen. Go ahead, Chris. I, I just wanted and to go the, back to the... I'm sorry. And I, I got to say one more thing. And that stone that's been cut out without human hands is Jesus Christ. The stone yes, yes. that's cut out without human hands is Jesus Christ. How we know it's cut out without human hands because the DNA for the Father of Jesus Christ did not come from man. The Bible is so real on many different levels that, listen, a, man, a man's DNA could not have fathered Jesus Christ because he, if, he was father, if he fathered Jesus Christ, we would all still be in sin. But the, the, the hands that took or took the stone out of the mountain is the hand of the living God, and it's going to smote everything that has to do with man, because man has received evil. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, uh, amen. <laughs> um, and just to go back, just to give a further explanation, the 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 the, the thing that the, the stone is going to destroy is the statue that was found in, in Nebuchadnezzar's dream. 
it was translated that uh, this statue represents all the the, um, the kingdoms of the earth until Christ comes and destroys those kingdoms and set up his own. So that just to give a further explanation of what Rory's talking about, if you don't know. So Rory mentioned a minute ago that a man planned to live to 180. So I just wanted to go into this a little bit because it has to be it has to do with transhumanism and biohacking. If you ever heard of that before, um, this is all into the sci-fi realm, but it's it's real things that are that are going on right now. So anyway, it says uh, a plan to live 180 through coffee, butter, biohacking, and so this is from USA Today, and it says. Um, Los Angeles at a futuristic new coffee shop. Here you can get a cup of uh, of joe with a part, I mean a pat of grass fed butter and a teaspoon of green octane oil. Welcome to California, folks. This is Biohacking Central. If a bulletproof cafe stores will sell you more than just alternative caffeine, the in-store chairs omit an electromagnetic field, the light the lightning charges changes by the time of day, and um, sorry, the lighting changes by the time of day, and a panel on the floor is specially designed to discharge guests' uh, static electricity. David Asprey, the author, um, tech investor, and podcast host, just opened his second bulletproof coffee location here and plans to open at least one more outside of California before the end of the year. The goal, to bring the concept of biohacking to the masses. All right, stop right there. I'll realize what he's talking about. He's talking about hacking the biology, hacking the genome, hacking the DNA. (laughs) Okay, so it says here, um, as fans of the podcast know, Asprey vows to live to at least 180 years old. Um, due to biohacking. And what is biohacking, you ask? The art and science of manipulating your environment to get the best results possible from your body, he says. His beliefs are controversial and not shared with some in the medical community. For him to make uh, that claim, this is a quote, that he'll live to 180 isn't based on any evidence uh, because he can't point to anyone or any group of people who have done what he's talking about, and it's not testable, says Dr. Stephen Barret, uh, Barret of, um, uh, founder of Quick, uh, QuackWatch.com. Asprey says he's spent over 300000 to hack his own body, which includes a cryotherapy lab at his home in Canada. He's built a large following online. His podcast is over 20 million downloads and has over 300,000 followers on Facebook and 135,000 followers on Twitter. Um, coffee at the price of $4 for a small standard cup in the main um, star of his, is the main star of his mission. The pair of, of shops in Santa Monica and downtown LA Art District are the results of Asprey's aim to repurpose coffee with the intention of turning it into a performance-enhancing substance. So uh, this just sounds to me like um, a way to use different type of chemical and natural elements to try to get your your body to operate in a certain way and, and quote, unquote, live longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because 
that a lot of the things that he's talking about with coffee and all, it's, it's actually known to be worse for you than you think. We're talking about cancer. We're talking about different other um, um, aspects of sickness. So, but, but the, point, the point here, though, whether or not he is toting something real or he's a whack job, he's obviously eccentric. The point is he's promoting hacking the body, hacking yeah. what God made. I want to just touch on a, 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 I just want to touch on a, on a uh, briefly, uh, Chris, because I know we're almost out of time. But let's let's talk about this biohacking. Biohacking is a crazy um, sounding, crazy sounding um, at all. The desire is to be absolute best vision for yourself. The main thing that separates a biohacker from the rest of the self-improvement world is a system thinking approach to your own biology. You know how Mm. coffee feels like a shot of energy to your brain. Pre-coffee, you're sleepy. Post-coffee, you're wide awake. The only difference is the coffee is in your stomach. The lesson is that you put into your body has an enormous impact on how you feel. What you put into your body has an enormous impact on what you feel. We all know this. What we eat and drink is one way to alter our state. Music is another. If you put on smooth mm-hmm. jazz, you feel different than if you put on glass yeah. techno. The thing mm-hmm. is, we put in our stomach and our ears our inputs into our biology. So these are some of the things that these guys are, are putting forth. Um, um, so just amazing. Just amazing. Go ahead, though, Chris. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's what we've been talking about, and this is this is a, this is a, this right here is a small small portion, but but we see it coming out in the public now, biohacking and all this. And biohacking can also go with um, eye tattoos, um, um, tattoos that are electronic, um, you name it. It's it's a whole list of things that can go along with biohacking. And there's always, with a lot of these dudes, always a spiritual component either leading back to Hinduism, also known as yoga, um, Buddhism, and all these other things, because in those belief systems, you have a wide range of ways to get around some of the ethical concerns, and, and it's about living forever or reincarnation and all these other things, the Brahma force and all these other, you know, foolishness. But, you know, um, this is nothing new. Again, man has been trying to get to that place of, of living forever or living longer, uh, longevity of life or basically becoming a god since the, the, since the, the devil promised that to Adam and Eve. He said, you will be like gods. You will be like gods if you eat the fruit from the tree. I'm paraphrasing, but he did say, well, in the King James Version, it said you will be like as gods, and in the other, the newer version, it says as God. So think about that. Think about what Satan said, what he's trying to do, um, influence us, and, and our sin nature, and where we're trying to go with it. 
And we don't know if God's going to allow all of this stuff to happen, but go to 2045.com, look in the transhumanism, that's their website, and you'll see a whole plethora of evidence. You look up transhumanism all over the Internet, you'll see what we're talking about um, because this is where all of that is heading. So we're almost out of time, Rose. So um, quickly say something short. Listen, get to know Jesus Christ for yourself. Check out our website, don'tletthemburn.com. You know, if you have a question, if you have any comments, hey, please send us an email, don'tletthemburn.com at gmail.com. I'm don'tletthemburn at gmail.com. And we will gladly answer your emails. We'll gladly answer any comments. You can also check us out on Facebook. And the word of God is real, sharper than any two-edged sword. Listen, Mm -hmm. it's able to set a man free not free just in this life, but free from eternity, free for eternity. That's the gift that Jesus Christ died. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, he said, it is finished. You see, he came to do that work. He had to do that work in order for us to be free. And this is all that we are here saying. We are showing you the things that are out there in the world, the new trends, the new things that are happening, but we are relating, relaying it to the Bible that you're seeing that the word of God is right. true. And that's it. You guys have a great evening, and we will talk again. Thank you. Huge savings on new and previously leased furnishings. That's right, huge savings. At Court Furniture Clearance Center, choose from our wide variety of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. You'll find sofas from $199.99 and more. Everything in our 9,000 square foot showroom is Court certified, guaranteed, and in stock. Ready for delivery or to take home today. Visit our Chandelier Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off.